Hello， 大家好，欢迎来到一定聊天室。今天我们是做的第一期英文的播客，因为有一个非常合适的嘉宾来聊一聊他在美国做投资房的一些经历。呃，匡 ，Hi， 匡，嗯、um, ，Thanks for joining this episode to talk about your experience with the investment property in the United States. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, do you want to give a just brief introduction to 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 say hi to everyone? Sure.、Uh, my name is Kong.、Uh... Research scientist、uh, at work and outside work newbie investor.、Um, I just want to say like I'm I'm still fairly new to real estate.、Um, so、uh, and happy to be here and share whatever I, I I know with you guys. Yeah, sure. So in the in the past few years, I I started working. I also started to look into how to diversify my investment portfolio.、Mm-hmm. So do you wanna do you mind sharing a bit about how what general does your um, um, assets Uh, distribution look like. Um. So right now, uh, it um it's about like uh I guess around forty percent real estate and sixty percent stock. Uh, this number may change over the year. Like maybe I I have like ten percent cash, but、mm-hmm. usually when I have extra cash, I I put them I I put them into real estate if I can. I see, and so. So for me, I haven't really started any like investments、uh, in real estate. So why do you choose this like, around forty percent? That's a significant amount of、yeah. your your assets in real estate. Yeah, well, it it really just come down to personal choice. I think、mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of online resources that compare real estate and stock, and they all have their own pros and cons. But、uh, for me, I.、Uh, I like real estate because、um, of many different reasons. So maybe I can go through a couple. One of them. So one is、uh, one thing.、Uh, the first thing I like about it is that、um, is leverage.、Uh, mean which means that you can apply for financing、uh, for a mortgage to help with your investment, and it's super. It's a really cool idea because once you have mortgage,、um, you can. You you have a way of、um, earning money、uh, with more value than like the the money that you put into. So for concrete example,、uh, let's say you buy a property that values at one million, right? And you for some reason you qualify for a ten percent mortgage.、Um, so you spend one hundred k, but you but you spend one hundred k, but you bought a property that value at one million. And now that if you find a way to make this property works for you, like earn income for some for for some for as an example, suddenly you have a you have like a, an asset that produce value at ten times the money money you put into, and I, I thought that that's a really cool idea, and and applying for mortgage is just like one way to 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 approach leverage in real estate. There are like many different strategy, I. Uh, the other, one other thing I really like is like once you have a property, you could do things like applying for a loan based on that property to take some cash out,、uh, and it it creates a really interesting cycle where you like you invest in one property,、uh, you do some work to increase value, and then you are able to take the money out and reuse that money for the next deal.、Um, I I think that 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 idea is really cool, and it's just really hard to do that in in stock. I haven't heard anybody like apply a mortgage to invest in stock market before, and I don't think buying a、uh, um, lender likes that idea. It's just too risky. Yeah. So that's leverage. And feel feel free to jump in、uh, when I talk. There's just like a long list. Yeah, and and、um, what are the the you mentioned one of the the pros for 
for real estate to have leverage, basically invest in one tenth, or maybe in mm-hmm. reality, it's more close to one fifth or a quarter of the total yeah, yeah. valuation. And then you get four up to five times of the, the assets. So that's a benefit. But what are the downsides compared with like stock or, or other form of investments? Oh yeah, that, I mean, it, it has a lot of downsides too. Um, <laughs> like environment risk, you never know when there's an earthquake, right? Or like tsunami or mm-hmm. tornado. <laughs> but you know, like you, you never know. Uh, so environment and geographical hazard is like a big risk. But uh, like, like city improve themselves, you know, like for example, like flood is quite like a big deal in, uh, in places like Texas. But city, uh, most cities have, have been spending lots of money on building like levy or like flood, flood pre- prevention system. Uh, um, I, for earthquake, you you can do like retrofitting to reduce the risk, but again, it's, it's a pretty big risk. Uh, the other downside is liquidation. It's just it's just not easy to to liquidate, uh, which um, which means to to sell your asset and get cash back if you want to. Uh, it takes a while to sell, but it depends. Right now, the market's really hot. If you if you if you list your your house, you'll be able to sell it. I'm pretty sure it depends a lot on the market. Yeah. So you, you can't really, the, the speed at which you can you can sell your asset and get money back is very, very slow. But it's not a big deal for me. Like, like, that's why I said like it's really a personal choice. Yeah. Uh, the third downside, um, I guess, is just it requires a lot of reading <laughs> and preparation. Um, but it's actually a thing I really like about real estate. If you, when, when, when you buy a property, you just need to read a lot. Um, about the market, about the property, you really need to do your homework. But if you do it well, it really pays off. Um, yes. It's kind so of a downside and plus side at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I love that you bring up the this reading aspect because the reason why actually why I started this, this this conversation is because I'm looking at some investment property opportunities and I realized a lot of good books out there and I start reading some of them. And I also list some of them in the in the show notes for the for the audience. So one of them I happen to look really today is called long distance real estate investing and oh, it basically like talk about yeah, yeah 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 so basically it talks about like why you should look out of state investments so which brings me to the question so like um it, and which states were you primarily invested in are you you live in california right do you invest in california or mostly out of states uh my my first deal is uh is an out of state i invested uh, i did the deal in oregon and that was like our, our first time going into this and yeah, there was a lot of pickup but yeah I, I read that book and we we apply a lot of what uh in that book into that deal and it, it turned out very well yeah um, but uh, to be to be honest i uh now that i i have time to like look back and like reflect on on that i i don't think i i do it again um Unless, uh, maybe because the market right now is just too hot and everything is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, because like doing going out of state is just like a lot of work. We were able, we were lucky to find property and like we don't really have to do much with it even now. But then like, it's just really hard to scale up, which means to buy more at this in the same market because that market is really hot right now. So it's impossible to find something. So you mentioned the the Oregon one. You if you have to revisit, you might not make the same uh, decision today. Mm-hmm. 
So, so why did you make that decision in the first place? Like according to the book, like one of the criteria we look at is the um, rent to price ratio. And I'm sorry, is that one has like great numbers and, mm-hmm. and that's why kind of what motivated you to invest in the first place? Well, it, it was my first deal ever. And what, motiva- what motivated me was really just learning. I, that, that's how I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. Still, again, like I'm, a, I'm a very new investor. I've done, done only two deals so far. So whatever I do right now, just for learning. And so that, that's my first deal. So I pick a market where like, I, I feel like I have enough uh, money to go into. It, uh, Portland, Oregon is, is hot, but it's not like insanely competitive compared to Seattle and SF, right? So mm-hmm. it is enough for me to go into. And I know I know the area really well. I went to school in, in Portland State. So I, I know the area inside and out. And we found a really good agent. And I, I, tr- I treated the whole thing just like a learning experience and just didn't care much about number. But we uh, the, but we were lucky because we, we looked really hard and we found a property that like all the, just, all the numbers just check and it, it it was really nice. It, it and is um it has some problem and I would say it's a fixer, but not really a fixer. Mm-hmm. So enough enough problem for us to solve and learn the whole process. You know, buy rehab and renovate and rent out without having to like get too much headache on <laughs> on the whole fixing stuff. Yeah, yeah. So so I know this this might be a lot of uh, uh, overlap with the book. So. If let's say if I want to get into this investment property um, business, so what what should I be looking for as my very first deal? Okay, uh, the first thing to ask yourself is to uh, pick a strategy. I think mm-hmm. that's like the most important thing that a lot of people overlook. Uh, real estate is just not like a one thing. Like it has to like have like so many different strategy. Uh, and if you go, to, if you read the book and then uh, you go to website like Bigger Pocket, I'm, I'm sure you heard of it. You, 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 you there, there's a lot more learning material. So common strategies like like to ask common question to ask yourself: Do you want to buy like a single family home? Do you want to buy a condo? Are you going to rent it out? Are you going to flip it? Flip means like fixing a really broken property and improve its value, uh, or are are you going to Airbnb it? Or like for the more daring folks, like are you going to buy like a, a an apartment, a multi-family unit, or a commercial unit? You know, like that. Uh, some some people also do syndication, which means uh, to create a fund so that people put money together and buy a very big multi-family unit. Yeah, and earn, just just earn the commission money out of that. So there are a lot of things to do, and the one thing that I saw I see is that you. You can really do all those things if you find the right market. Uh, so, like, first ask yourself what is the thing that, that you want to do, and then second, I would say, uh, try to find good people to work with. One of the things I like most about real estate is that it, it gives you this ability to reach out and work with other people. So, I, I partner with my wife. Uh, I'm, I'm good at numbers. I, I'm not good at talking to. Uh, uh, builders or like managing construction like my wife is really good at that and quite we complement each other and that's why i really like working with her um it also allowed me to talk to like really good agent like see how they work talk to really good lender too and really open my eyes about the world of lending <laughs> when, when i bought my house i thought lending just like you you go to the bank you ask them for money 
And now I realize that there's so many different ways to get money. <laughs> you just really have to like work. What are different ways? Like uh, I yeah, going to the like a uh, mortgage uh-huh. agent is only the only way that I know. Is there any other ways? Well, um, like uh, I mean, there there are different type of mortgage, right? There there are mortgage for buy, buying your the home that you live in. Mm-hmm. There are loan that will let you buy a second home, like a vacation, uh, investment loan. There's like hard money. Hard money means like somebody give you money, but you have to pay a high interest rate. But if 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 you are sure you could pay it off in one or two months, that that's a really good option too. That's how most people like gather enough cash to buy like very big apartment building. Yeah. Um, there's seller financing, which means like the people who sell you the building might be able to loan you some of that that out payment. So they, they um that 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 knowing those things really opened my eyes because. The, the, I feel like the most difficult barrier to real estate is finding enough cash for down payment. Uh, that's like the one difficult thing, <laughs> especially in this market. But then you, if, if you if you know enough people and like just reach out and work and eventually find a good team, include a like good agent, good lender, uh, I think you 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 will be able to reach to a lot of interesting market. Yeah, you mentioned a lot of strategies there. So which which one or which ones do you um, do you see yourself doing? All right. Um, right now, we since we're still in learning mode, like we we are focusing on single family. Uh, we we did um something called Burr, be uh, buy, rehab, rent, repeat, uh, refinance, repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did that. Uh, works out really well. Um, we bought the property and then like fix it, and then rent it out. And it it um it cash flow really well and but that was important we couldn't replicate it so right now we're trying to do something like that again in in California but this time we're trying to do something different we wanted to try to do Airbnb mm-hmm. but uh we don't know anything in this yeah so I can't share with you I'm still I just I just bought a book about Airbnb and <laughs> I just I guess the first chapter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so you mentioned the last time is is unique because you lived in Portland and then you were able to be on site and then doing all those um, fixing and and upgrading and stuff. I can so, talk a bit about that too. I think um, the one one thing I forgot to mention um, is that when you go into real estate, like regardless of whether you like it or not, is it's not gonna be passive like stock. Like you really have to do work at some point. So. One thing that really helped us is like to really understand um, how to fix simple things, you know, like have a good understanding of construction. Um, we learned that through a lot of DIY projects around the house and just like buying buying books about construction. And we, there, there's a lot of good book on Amazon. If you just Google thing like house, how people view a house, mm-hmm. like so many good books written for a beginner, learn like how like the structure of a house, generally American house, it's quite different than like how, how people build houses in Asia country uh, and like how the, how the common common term, terminologies of a roof, like HVAC, and just kind of like get a, a basic understanding of what they are, like when they will break, like when they will break down and how to fix them will really, really help because you will have to deal with it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, so the first strategy you adopted was this burrow strategy, and I heard that that's that sounds like a magic to me when I first heard it because yeah. it basically means a a perpetual machine. 
once we have the first down payment, everything seems like you can refinance and then get a cash out and then you can buy a second one and you mm-hmm. repeat. So it's, it's like it's a perpetual really machine. It's not machine, you know that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's not, not really perpetual. Like we as humans, they're doing the work to, to rehab yeah. and uh, to, to refinance, you know, but, but yeah, like, um, but, but asset wise, it sounds like a perpetual machine. We're not investing more money into it. It's just, it's, it's, it's funding itself. Yeah. And, and for this Airbnb journey, I know you are just getting started. So I guess it's very different because, because for long-term rental, like you don't have to be there on a daily basis, but with Airbnb, you need to be there fairly frequently. Yeah. Um, is that right? Or, or you yeah. guys are having some kind of property uh, manager or... or oh, um, this is something that we're still discussing. But uh, one thing that I found really interesting recently is uh, this, this uh, interview with uh, Brian, his last name, he's the CEO of Airbnb. And mm-hmm. he talk about the future of travel. And one thing that he really emphasized, and like he's changing Airbnb to accommodate his change, is that he's seeing people travel for a longer time, for for a longer period of time after COVID. Uh, he he like Airbnb has seen like a ten percent increase in people booking travel longer than thirty days, mm-hmm. and forty or fifty percent increase of people booking travel more than two weeks. And that that's like significant because it hasn't happened before. Like people are uh, enjoying this kind of travel that lasts a longer time. So um, we are hoping to look more into that and see if we could do something that would allow us to do Airbnb over a long period of time compared to like one or two days. Yeah, so, uh, it basically it's more similar to to a short term rental rather than a a like a day day rent daily rent business. Yeah, uh, short-term rental is a word that describes both like any rent at less than 20, 29 days. So, I mean, if it's less than 30 days, it's a short-term rental. I see. So, yeah, I mean, it, uh, we're, still, we're still not sure that if that's true or not, but that's something we're looking into. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, another concept that I've been, uh, um, I've been reading up is this uh, ALC concept. Mm-hmm. And most most uh, real estate investor at some point they will encounter ALC. And, and have you have you? Do you want to um, uh, do you want to just tell everyone what ALC is usually for? And then have you guys adopted it? And, mm. and why or why not? So I don't know much about it. <laughs> I know ALC is uh, kind of like something you you register for if you want to for to start a business. I, I, I don't think we're there yet. So we haven't really thought about yeah. it. A lot of people thought like they want to get LLC for legal protection. So I, I talked to a couple of people and I turned out that I, I don't think that's that's the whole story. Uh, you might get like this is something like I, I have no experience. I'm just speaking from things that I learned over the all over the place. Okay. So I feel like if you want if you, if you want to seek legal protection. Uh, LLC might not be the, the right answer. Yeah. What you're really, really looking for is an umbrella insurance, like some form of insurance that will protect you when legal matter arise. LLC, for us right now, is, is not an option because for California, LLC fee is really high. You know, uh-huh. Any form of LLC, you're paying like 1000 a year and that really is into whatever revenue we can generate in this early stage of investment. So we are not doing it. I see. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that agrees with the, the, the like blogs and books that I've been reading. Like mm. I'll see 
works great if um, if your state supports like serious ALC, which means you can just have one parent ALC and then each property will be its own uh, ch- children ALC. And then you don't need to pay all the children's fees. You just need to pay mm-hmm. one parent fee and it automatically propagates to the children's. And, and like you said, most of the protection comes from the homeowner insurance and the umbrella mm-hmm. policy. And that together should cover like a million, a million and a half uh, liability. And if yeah. that's still not enough, then your AOC, if you have it, will kick in place to kind of yeah. isolate that individual children uh, property. But most most people hopefully will never ever need to to go to that place. Yeah. Um, one thing, you, uh, another thing that really helped us like when when we go into real estate is that we started reading <laughs> uh, state law on on uh, on rental and landlord matters and it, it's not that complicated uh, it is especially when when we, we invest in california and oregon right these are like very tenant friendly state so we we were just trying to be careful but we found that like by trying to do the by trying to do the right things like by abiding the law it, it just makes things easier for both us and the tenants yeah yeah and and i don't know about uh, i only have Primarily researching in in Greater Seattle area, so King County, and um, and Pierce County, and a few other swans nearby, and this one has slightly different rules. But like you said, most West states on the West Coast mm-hmm. are very tenant friendly. They mm-hmm. have like eviction mm-hmm. pro- protection and kind of uh, security deposit requirement and so on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like rules. If there are rules, then we can just just have tools to to kind of follow those rules to, to sanity check. Yeah. And it's, it's good for both uh, the owner yeah. and, and the, the tenant. Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like, yeah, in, if, if you're interested in these like tenant-friendly state, I feel like the most important thing to do is find good tenants. <laughs> That's like the key thing. And like yeah. once you have good tenants, you, it, it just get rid of all future problems. Yeah. One thing that we're also kind of concerned about is this like a whole eviction uh, momentarium, like, uh, oh, yeah? The, yeah, like because of COVID, right? Like <laughs> you, you can't, you can't evict somebody. Um, has that impact you or your, your properties at all? No. No. Luckily, we did, we weren't imp- um, uh, affected by that. Like uh, we, the tenant that we have are really, really, really good. Uh, yeah. So when we first started that, we didn't really uh, know how to look for uh, tenants. So we hired a property management company to do the uh, tenant placement process. We mean that they would advertise and they would interview and they would put the tenant. They, they charge for like half a month rent. We self-manage the property though, so we don't have to pay them a monthly fee. I but see. So I, I think that company did a really good job at pl- placing tenant. Yeah. So so now do you still self-manage that property or you now you are like um, using some property? Uh, my my wife managed the property. Like I but said, it, I, I but, it's out, but it's out of state, right? You say it's in Portland. Yeah. Uh, she does it. It uh, basically boiled out to Probably, I think property management really boils down to answering phone calls and addressing <laughs> issues. And we 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 uh, renovate the property, so we have really good uh, a while, have like a, a good contact with a lot of people who fix things around, like plumbing, handyman. So whatever arises, we we can fix it. And my wife managed the whole thing. I'm not really good yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. So so it hasn't. So it's kind of remote management. So you don't have to like uh, fly in. 
um, all no. the time. <laughs> that that's certainly not possible. I I don't think if, if you have to fly in for every call, then I would drop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you know, I and I feel like that that basically what most property managers do, like answering phone call and telling you that they will fix it and they will bill you. And one of one of one of the reason why we didn't go for property management is I think, it, I, I f- this is my personal opinion, but I think it's more suitable for people who own like a lot more properties than they can handle. I see. And if you can handle it, then you can do it. Yeah, a lot of the the again a lot of the YouTube videos and books that I read also also conveys that, and also they says, um, they said, it's important to train your tenants, especially from the very beginning when you screen them, you want to s- select the, the best one, and and also um, when they move in, you want to teach them, be like yeah, basically I, you ask them to behave. I remember that part very yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Easier yeah, said like, than done. <laughs> it's it's not easy. At least from my point of view, I could not do it. That's yeah. why you yeah. need it to the people who can do it. That's the, that's why in real estate you really have to find a good partner to work with, right? Like I know I'm I'm really bad at that. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm they kind of they kind of yeah, they, the they kind of draw this this analogy with uh, uh raising a kid. Like you have to uh, train your kids to behave, otherwise when they grow up, they will be like, uh, unthinkable. Um, yeah, but... that that I'm good at. Uh, we <laughs> we probably train our kid, and we have like a video and everything. <laughs> but you know, dealing with tenants require like a special personality. So my wife, she used to work for um uh, she used to be a kind of uh, like a resort manager at uh, Disney. So she's very used to this kind of interaction, and. It's kind of like an art <laughs> when you see her talk to the tenant. Like you got to be firm and soft at the same time, you know. It's, yeah. I, I feel like it's entirely doable if you are the right person for the job. But if you're not, then I would hire a property manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I kind of I think the last question on my list is, um, so what's are your like general thoughts on being in this field? Like you call yourself a newbie investor, but com- compared with me, I think you are a relatively seasoned investor at this point. <laughs> so what are, what, are, what are your thoughts? Uh, everything's relative, right? So what are your thoughts thoughts like um, after a few years in the field? Um, yeah, I, I would love to continue. Like I'm seeing it more of like a hobby rather than something rather than like a, like a side hustle because it really gave me joy when doing it and especially I can do it with my wife we have this common thing that we can share and it's just really cool like a cool experience for both of us to do it together so and we we, we also feel quite lucky to be able to do it in in the state because I think the economy just um it is a really strong economy and land is one of those things that is not like unlimited that not so you know, like what what like our our overall vision is that you know, whatever you do, like people will still need a place to live, and investing in real estate, it it might seem like a lot of hassle in the beginning, but if you look like further ahead, like twenty years, thirty years, that that that's our goal, like our our investment cycle, that it really makes sense to do that, and if we can, we we try to do more and learn more along the way. Uh, we I don't think we do like single family. Uh, again, that we'll, we'll try to like something more interesting to do in future. Yeah, yeah, 
that says uh, did I answer your question I, I'm not sure what no, <laughs> if, if that does but if you if you if you ask about like something more specific I can go into it yeah yeah I think I think that's that's I don't have any specifics going to it it's it's um it's mainly mainly just general thoughts yeah and mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think that kind of sums up this particular topic pretty well. And now I'm doing live translation because my ending script is all in Chinese. Let me do the live translation. So um, if you're interested in similar topics, obviously in my channel, there are two broad categories. One is about investments and the other one is about um, uh, career developments and the research and stuff. And if you can subscribe in podcasts and YouTube, uh, you can search Leading Chat Room and then you'll get it. And in the show notes, like Quan said, we'll have all the links that we discussed, including the books and then Quan's channel. And you can join our WeChat group, Telegram group. And, and although all the most episodes are in Chinese, but if you watch the YouTube version, there is an auto-translate function that can translate all the Chinese captions into any language that, that you, um, you want to listen in. And that's, that's all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Quan, for joining us. Cool. Yeah, great time. Uh, thank you and bye. Bye.